0: Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musur Impact Initiative. All right, welcome back, Hachzik. And here we are, Mishnah Te Zion. This is Mishnah 16 in Paragimel, day 54. In Hachzake, um, we are past the halfway point, I believe. Right. right, let's see. There are in the Pirkei Avot. You know, there's 100 days, exactly 100 days. So we are a few days past the halfway point. Kolak Avot. All right, let's go. Hu Omer, he would say. ravon. Everything is given as a moshkin, with collateral. Um da prusa al But there's a net spread out on all of life. And we have to read through this first to see where this goes. Yeah, I mean, the uh, store's open. and the storekeeper, he's giving it out on credit. Ba'atva pinkas, However, the ledger, the book, where he writes everything down that's open. And the hand is writing. Anybody wants to come and borrow, come and borrow. However, the collectors, are coming around all day. And they're going to come collect from you, whether you like it or not. Whether you know about it, whether you're cognizant about it or not. And they have what to rely on to be able to do it. They're, they're, they're not just coming and taking um, and stealing. No, no. They have what to rely on. And everything they're doing, that's a din emet, va kol mutkan la And all of this, everything is there preparing us for the su'udah. Now, what in the world does all of these things mean? So let's do this. Adam Everything that you take from this world, on everything, you, hu'orev ubanim aravim, you, your kids, They're guarantors on what they took. So step one, if somebody, let's say, is Yorish, somebody, um, he gets as an inheritance. He gets from his parents an inheritance. And he thinks to himself, okay, well, this money that I got, it's from my parents. It's not from Hashem. Meaning, it's already passed over that boundary from infinite to finite. And so this is mine. It's my Yerusha. I can do whatever I want. She'in lo b'shalo kolom? Because let's face it. This is mine. But no. Zag the helo yoni. This is what I'm telling you over here. Ha'akol na'atom be'eravon. Everything is given on credit as collateral. She'in lo b'shalo kolom. You have nothing inside this. Kil Hashem Everything is de'evishnams. Omash lo'kach mimeno. On this that you are taking, even though it comes from an inheritance, be'eravon hu. Lo'keach. You're taking it as collateral. Va'atidu li'pram mimeno na'ashem will come like we explained over here, that the storekeeper is writing everything down, Hashem will come and he'll demand payment back from it. And it's a mashal to man, he goes into a country, doesn't see anybody there. He continues to say, he goes inside, city's empty. He walks into a house like Goldilocks, house is empty. But on the table, there's a lot of food. And he figures, oh, this is all for me, I can take whatever I want. But the people are watching, the people are writing everything down. Then, after they say to like, guy, Well, you thought that this was free, what well, you thought you can just take whatever you want? No, you have to go and pay for it. Where do you think it all came from? Meaning, what's this guy's mistake? His mistake is, is that food isn't just prepared on a table, cooked hot, kept uh, covered with nice silverware out, ready to go. So, when you walked into this house and you saw that, what did you think? It just popped out of nowhere? It just came from the sky? Of course not. Somebody prepared it. And it's that person's. It's not yours. You, you could take. We didn't stop you. We were watching you take, and we did not stop you, but we were writing down. You came into a world that was prepared for you. You're given food from a ground that you have no idea really how it works, but it's there. Where'd it come from? You're given rain from a heaven you did nothing to create. You have lungs that just came into place that you breathe with. You have a brain that just somehow was working. A heart that's somehow pumping with blood that somehow got into you. And it works. Where'd all that preparation come from? From nowhere. You see, the people who don't believe in God, atheists would love to say it doesn't. They want to say that the food prepared on that table, yes, it created itself. Out of nowhere, out of nothing. And so therefore I don't owe anybody anything. Now, as crazy as that sounds, that's how many people like to live their life. That's how they choose to live their life. If you have questions about this, by the way, I I definitely invite you. There's somebody named Rabbi Roe R O E or R O I think it's R O E. uh, an English rabbi from Aish in in London. And on give a look online. He has a debate against one of the biggest atheists today. And it's one of the biggest Kiddush Hashems, I believe, because your moms get to see how they can't make sense. And this is letting us know, if there is a Hashem, it's all there. And if it's all there, yeah, he's writing it down. Now you may say, well, one second, Hashem just gave it to me, but who said he's writing it all down? The Torah did. Is a din v'cheshvin and everything. Why? Because of the end of this. So let's see. That's death, says. You cannot be safe from the same way that fish cannot be saved from a net that's spread around them. Similarly, humanity has a net spread around itself. Now, yes, the hanudet the store is opened up. This is a euphemism for this world. They can come and take whatever they want. But they don't see in the future that everything that you're taking, yes, all the enjoyments, why did you take that enjoyment? Why did you take that vacation? Why did you decide to overindulge? All of these things are going to be asked. Did you do it for the sake of growing towards Hashem or for the sake of growing your belly? Which way did you go with that? And after all of that, everything is written down, everything is taken into account. adam He's selling it on credit. This is the owner. This is the balachanut that he's giving to everybody. He's extending credit to all the customers, but he's letting them know, you are going to be expected to pay me back. So Tu Hashem is demanding payment back from everything that we took. And the ledger is opened up. Now, There's two reasons why we have this thing of the ledger being opened. Firstly, the This is for the parable we're using over here. That the same way that the chenveni, the owner, writes everything down. So it doesn't make a difference that you borrowed from the store 57 years ago. And it doesn't make a difference that it was only a, a cup of sugar. He wrote it down and it's still there. And so there's going to be now some are people know tens of thousands up to the chenveni afterwards and it's all written. You may think that he may forget, but it's not. It's all there. And the reason why it says that the hand that's writing, the is open, the moment, the moment, and now he goes and tells us secondly, Don't think that Hashem has to first open up the book and that, no, 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 there isn't a moment's waste. A person goes, and a person does an Avera. It's written that moment. Yes, there's tshuva, he tells us. Of course there is. But ain't a daima. He tells us, It's there. That's a very important point he's about to tell us. It is there. It's written down. If you did an Avera, I did tshuva, this is true. But the way Rebbeinu Yon ends off this piece today is he explains that you cannot compare the two. Somebody who does an Avera, and does tshuva versus somebody who never did an aveira the person who never did the avera is much better off ah it says that the place where bali teshuva stands sadikim cannot stand this is his understanding and listen to this incredible shot. he says you want to know what that means what that means is is that somebody who already did the aveira has tasted the avera." And even though you did shuva, it's expected upon you to make a get there, to make a boundary that you shouldn't even come close to it. And a tzaddik who's never done that, Avera, doesn't need that boundary. And he gives an example of somebody who has given in to his lust for physical enjoyment. And so he explains to us that that person, therefore, has to make boundaries for that so much more. So whereas if you grew up, like myself, I never grew up eating non-kosher, so I can walk by a McDonald's. It wouldn't entice me. But somebody grew up eating non-kosher. So that's what it means that he stands in a place that I don't stand. I, a tzaddik, a person who hasn't given to that, doesn't stand. Because he has to hold himself to a higher darga of not even walking next to a McDonald's. Whereas somebody, a tzaddik who's never done that, doesn't have to. That's his understanding of that. Okay, everybody, have a wonderful day.